Welcome back to the Lash Base Podcast. Today is episode eight and we have got a very special one for you today. Today is all about the history of Lash Base. The reason that we're doing this is because it is the week that we are celebrating 10 years at the top of the lash industry. And today I have a very special guest with me. It's myself, Lash Base Jamie, and today I have the owner and CEO of Lash Base and my mum, Lash Base Julie. Right, let's get started. So here we are then. Uh, this is probably going to be the, for me anyway, the weirdest podcast that I've ever done. Normally I'm sat with Lash Base Amy and we're just having a conversation about something lash related. However, today I am sat next to my mum and we're going to have a conversation about the business that she started and the business that the family has now grown. Um, to you, she is the owner of Lash Base. And to me, as you know, it is my mum. That's how I ended up in the position that I'm in today. So the way we're going to do this episode is we're going to talk through uh, some of the key points in the history of Lash Base that has made us the company that we are. There have been plenty of ups and downs and we want people to understand that it's not always easy when you're running a business and we want to give you a little bit of behind the scenes that many people do not know about. So hopefully you're going to gain a lot from this episode and a bit more insight into what makes Lash Base Lash Base. So I am going to pass you over to the owner, the CEO and my mum, Julie, Lash Base Julie, and we are going to talk about fact number one, which is how on earth did Lash Base get the name Lash Base? Well, firstly, can I say, Jamie, thank you very much for having me on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder whether I would ever be asked. <laughs> However, thank you and congratulations <laughs> for such a good podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> And also, for everybody who's listening, the reason why you don't really hear or see of me much is I'm not particularly confident in myself in front of cameras um, or in front of people, really. So, therefore, I am very grateful and, and that's very... Actually, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> and that, that is why, if you go, this isn't a plug to get you to follow um, my mum on Instagram, but if you go to at lashbase underscore Julie... She has never posted a single thing on Instagram. Um, but yeah, sorry. That's probably my next member of staff, someone who can do my Instagram for me. <laughs> that would make thing, life a lot easier for me. Anyhow, obviously, Jamie does an amazing job. That's why he's here. Thank you. He's got lots more confidence than I have. And I know he will go far. Anyway, back to what the question was in the first place. How on earth did we get Lash Base, the name? Well, I guess a little bit of background about me first. Um, when I originally started, probably like everybody, um, before I even went into the beauty industry, I, I was just looking after, I was a home mum, uh, stay-at-home mum, looking after the boys. And when they pretty much didn't need me anymore was when I kind of decided well, really, I need something for myself now. Um, luckily, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, had a beauty school. So that was the obvious, obvious choice for me, really, to just go take some courses, 
and think, right, I shall just do this from home. Uh, I can do treatments and and really just move it on from there. So I started doing all my courses, doing the same as probably what everyone goes through. You, you run through all the courses from waxing, nails, um, facials, massage, doing everything. Um, and then the very, very last course I taught, uh, I took, which is one that she had just started, it was her very first course she started, was eyelash extensions. Once I started on eyelash extensions, Oh, I'm going to interrupt oh, again. Thanks so, for everyone listening. I am going to interrupt and try and ask questions that you might also find interesting and bring value because I know the answers to the questions. But when you took that first lash course, yeah, what were the size lashes and what were the <laughs> lashes like that you were using? Very, very thick what and thickness? very long. Um, probably at the time, two fives. 0.25. Yeah, yeah point threes weren't, weren't really around. To, uh, initially when I first started um, but everyone seemed to the go-to was a 0.25 and you most definitely always used 15s 15 um, millimeter 15 millimeter yeah um, yeah I myself have, have had those Gosh. those bad boys on and um, yeah obviously it's yeah, luckily it's progressed from there and we don't have any of that now um, but yeah so doing the eyelash extensions I'd, I'd had my leaflets made up with all the, all the different treatments, but very, very quickly, all I was known for was eyelashes. So I, I rapidly was just doing appointment after appointment of eyelashes, um, so much so that it was absolutely pointless even trying to promote anything else. And I very quickly dropped every treatment other than doing eyelash extensions. But but as I uh, as I mentioned, it was my good friend that owned the training school, and she could see the passion that I had in it at the time. I just absolutely loved doing them, and loved learning everything about them. Um, and she said to me, "You really should teach this." So then again, I went off to college and did my teacher training. And as soon as I'd qualified my teacher training, she had extra classes put on in her training school. And then I started training. Well, at the same time, the products that I was using, I wasn't particularly happy with. Um, and I just, they were very, very expensive, everything I was buying. And I really felt that they didn't need to be quite as expensive. And I couldn't understand the cost of the products. So, which led me to then start researching where I could get products. Oh, uh, sorry, interrupting again. Uh, my question for you now, when you were researching and looking into getting products, do, were you doing that with, I want to start and sell products with, with that in mind, or was it just because it cost a lot and they weren't very good and you wanted to try and find better to help you with your training and your own lashing, which? Well, yeah, uh, a Firstly, when I first started it, it was to better products that I could use because I was still doing all my lashing as well as teaching. Um, and, and I had this idea, now that I'm now teaching, the students didn't have kits 
uh, where where I was training at, they never had any kits. So we would just then show them or, or uh, promote somewhere they could go to once they'd finished their course where they could go and buy the products. And I thought, well, if you're training, wouldn't it be nice if you could let every every student have a kit so they could go away and and you know uh, start straight away. So that basically was my first idea was all I need to do is get loads of kits done so I can give all the students a kit and off they go. Where I came uh, I came unstuck was shortly after these these the students had finished training they'd used their products up they'd be calling calling back and saying I need some more of this I need some more of that and I was thinking oops I've yeah. slipped up here. <laughs> I don't, have I don't have anything. I only supply kits. That's when I realized, actually, I now need all the products to replenish stock when the students have used their stock up. So that's when I then started going a little bit deeper into it and trying to find more, more products and you know, just, just to help those, you know, the, the students that I'd initially trained. This then led to the need, really, for a name, um, as I'd never really thought about it before. Um, we did actually originally have another name, but I know Jamie wants to talk about that in a moment. So I will just meant, uh, just meant, uh, talk about the lash base itself and how we got lash base. Um, very weird. I had never really chosen names before or or had a business before, so I didn't really know what to do and it was really just sitting down over dinner with my husband going through with him who has had businesses before um he's kind of more into that than I was um and being that you know and I'm, I'm saying to him what on earth can we call it I need a name we've got to have a name for this business um and you know in his wisdom and hmm. being the kind of person he was which was uh very DIY mad and probably spent half of his life in all the DIY stores said well if anybody ever wants anything for the house you go to home base <laughs> and he said so so why not if anybody wants anything for lashes why not call it lash base and simply that is That's how like it came mind, about mind blown thing <laughs> isn't it yeah. yeah didn't really go any further then we just went Okay, I, I find, sounds good. I find that bit so crazy because it's such an unglamorous story <laughs> as to why Lashbase is called Lashbase. However, 10 years on, the name Lashbase is a completely normal, <laughs> nice, almost like feminine name, isn't it? But it's come from my dad and his DIY <laughs> and going, well, why didn't you all go to home base? Why, why are you Lashbase? And, and that is where it stuck. So... Yeah, that is very, very interesting. And it also leads us nicely round to what my mum has already alluded to, and that is that there was a name before Lash Base. And I wanted to make this more of a prominent section in this episode of the podcast because I feel it really does show that uh, owning a business and being an entrepreneur is such a roller coaster. Yes, there are like all these exciting highs and great stories of when you're doing well. But there is also such massive lows in which it could all just be over. Uh, so that's the the part that I want to speak about now, um, which hopefully you'll find quite interesting. And that is about Lashbase's first ever name, 
Kiss Lashes. Take it away. Indeed, that's right. It was Kiss Kiss Lashes. That was our first original name, Kiss Lashes, if anybody remembers them. Um, we had it probably for about a year, had a lot of stock, um, everything labelled, as you do. Actually, good, yeah. good point. Um, anybody listening that was one of the original customers, if you are listening, for 10 years ago, and you remember buying Kiss Lashes, you might even have some somewhere, please let us know, DM us on Instagram, um, or even share a picture of some Kiss Lashes on Instagram. Um, don't get us sued, though, mind you. <laughs> but yeah, I'd love to hear if you've, you're have you still with us from 10 years. I think that'd be pretty special, mm. wouldn't it? Anyway, yeah. sorry, yeah. No, no, that's all right. Um, yeah, so the original name was Kiss Lashes. Um, we proceeded to get a trademark uh, with it, like you do with with all of everyone with their names. Um, unfortunately, we probably were trading about a year uh, with that name when um, we were just at work one day from home, working from home still at that point, and a knock came at the door um, with a hand-delivered letter from a solicitor telling us that we had to stop using kiss lashes in fact we had to hand everything over what uh, stock and um, no we well we originally thought well, what, what on earth is all this about so we actually did go and take some advice um and we, to which um it, it was a company it was an american company kiss lashes and they although primarily they are nails they were nails in america mainly known for nails they had just got some contract with like boots uh, well, somewhere you, you like can, that yeah what you're about to say mm-hmm. you now you you walk into a boots and yeah. you can find and kiss lashes now yeah and basically they had they just got a contract and they were bringing out strip lashes so it was it was strip lashes it wasn't the kind of lashes we do the individual extensions um, but nevertheless it was kiss lashes and uh, when they looked into it, their trademark had actually gone through two months before they had applied two months prior to we had applied ours. Um, therefore, they then held the trump card, basically. And um, we were told it would be very, very costly to fight them. And it was very unlikely that you would win. So, you know, with heavy heart at the time, we just decided, well, okay, what do we have to do? And basically, we had a set date. Uh, We were given a deadline, a date where we had to give up. We had to give up our website, the um, kisslashes.co.uk. So you had been trading trading for a year from Kisslashes, building up a a bigger, I guess it was quite going quite well. Yeah, uh, you were selling lots of products all under the name of Kiss, and and people were starting to know Kiss lashes. Yeah, and then you were told, mm-hmm. no, stop. no, you can't have that. Hand it over. Um, yeah, and we just were given a date that everything had to stop by. Um, they had to have our website name, uh, domain name. We weren't allowed to use it. Um, equally, all of our products that were all labelled with Kiss lashes. After that particular day, we were not allowed to be selling any of it. Therefore, we had to have everything relabeled 
which was quite costly. Um, and that that pretty much made me shy away at the time because back early days, things like everybody has tweezers and everybody has their name stamped on it. We had all our names stamped on it because it all looks nice. So it was everything was labelled. So we had thousands of tweezers with KISS on it. <laughs> Obviously, we couldn't sell one of them after that. Therefore, it did kind of scare me. I kind of, the next lot that I bought in, I didn't put our name on it because I was too, I didn't like the thought that this could possibly happen again. It does kind of frighten you a little bit. That That is, if you have a look on the Lashbase website or if you buy tweezers from Lashbase, even to this day, I think we might have one or two, um, and we Just do have some. Again. We do have some coming. However, if you look at our tweezers or buy our tweezers, none of them have lash base put on them. And I guess that all stems from. It, it does. It does definitely stem from there. Um, which it would add because obviously, I don't think it's a problem now. I yeah, mean, we're quite you, safe yeah. now with our name. Got the trademarks. <laughs> well, we have yeah. got the trademark, so. Yeah, we're, we're we're safe now, but but pretty much that's what happened. We had a deadline, and it was a lot of hard work. Yeah, many, how, many did, hours how did you through the night trying to get everything? How did you feel? How did you feel? Did I you gutted. think that the business was going to be over? Did you think? Well, absolutely, uh, absolutely. It, it was it was a real well bombshell. It was just awful. But, and you, you didn't know it was coming. No, it, no, not at all. It just literally got handed to us one day. From a, from a solicitor, and that was the official letter, and it was some high, high, was high place in London that had sent it through from, you know, I don't know how big they were or whether they could have done anything, but um, obviously it scared us off enough. We were too small to really have to think about yeah, that. Yeah, to try and change it. God, that is huge. And then anyway, so that is why you then changed, had to think again, yeah. and that is when Lashbase was, was, was chosen, born. and then that's Lashbase moved on from there. So Never yeah. look back. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so I'm aware that we've just spent a good portion of time talking about something that can could be or is very negative. Um, so we're going to move it on very shortly to something very positive. However, just to try and uh, give everybody listening a little bit more um, value and to to really make you understand that running your own business um, if you do it successfully you should be very proud of yourself because there are so many ups and downs and so many times when you think it could be all over everything will be going completely fine and something comes and hits you and you think it could all be over and you'll end up having to go and get another job as a failure so with that in mind, we're going to go through one more thing. So I've got one question about this um, for you, mum. And that is, is there or what is a time in which it's you've had something happen to the business? It could be at any point in the last 10 years that you felt that it could potentially be all over. Or what's the worst and hardest thing that you've had to go through as a business owner? Well, to be honest, I think... At least once every week, I, my favourite saying is, that's it, it's all over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It is> in- <laughs> There's always something that seems to come and try and hit you. And uh, it's just crazy. I've, I've got to add that you do say that tongue in cheek. <laughs> we don't just constantly have things that are that bad. But there is always, it is always one of those things, isn't it? <laughs> where something will happen where 
uh, it, something won't go as well as we planned or <laughs> there'll be a, a problem with one of our products or something or a manufacturer has stitch us up um, and that's what you always say you. <laughs> that's it it's all <laughs> it's over it's all over it's all over okay. yeah anyhow no no I think probably the the well I, I don't know the most testing time obviously there's many many stressful times um, and certainly after coming out of that really thought that was the end of it when when we had the change of name and the stress that that put on us at the time uh, doing that just when we thought we're in a good place um, we then got the council round we had been working from the house um, and that's where I started from a room in the house and then as as I got a, quite a bit more stock and needed more room uh, we did manage to use one of the outbuildings, one a, an outbuilding like an old garage that we had outside that we we then did up and we worked from, and that's how I where I had my office from, and we decided because it was larger we could work from there, um, and it was wasn't really well actually I think we probably managed to do close on a year and everything was fine, everything was going really well got through the change of name when the council came knocking on the door to say they'd had complaints from the neighbours that we were working outside and and we had to then go and put through for planning to work from this this particular building. Um, long story short, we were refused. It, it came about that we weren't allowed to work from it and we had a date which in which we had to stop work um, and move which was just ridiculous. You just think, oh, when is this ever going to stop? All you're trying to do is better yourself. You're working hard, and it seems like the harder you work, the more people want to knock you down. And, yeah, so it just carried on like that, really. So it was very, very costly. We really weren't sure whether we could carry on because it meant having to go and look for a premises somewhere out away from the house. And I guess, I guess at that stage... If you if you were allowed to continue to work for, working from home, were you um, at the stage where you would have probably been okay to continue working from home for another year or so anyway to build the finances to then be able to go and move? And this came too early, which meant that you didn't you, you didn't have the money, you didn't have. Well, yeah, we we certainly it was a struggle. We didn't really have the money. I mean, my my husband, your dad, <laughs> as as you're aware. As my business started, um, obviously, getting busier, um, he then came on board with me. So he was then no longer working himself. He had um, basically retired from what he was doing and had given everything else up in order to work for me because he was very good with websites. And and that's where my first website came from. I had him working on it. So obviously, he was then full time with me. So both of us, if it all stopped, there was no money coming in. And when we were told we had to, you know, vacate our premises um, that we were working from, there wasn't really a great deal of room in the house. We could have taken up, you know, the whole of the house and just lived from one room ourselves. But that would have, you know, it was just extremely stressful um, and forced us, you know, into almost an impossible position in which we thought you know just this isn't worth it we just can't do this you know shall we just go out and get jobs um 
but we took you know took took the risk um obviously had to get backing from the bank which is always a scary scary thing when you you know you you you're using everything that you've possibly got up and if you it know, didn't work if it didn't yeah. work you could end up losing your house and and everything so it's a very scary you know scary prospect um however we had faith in in what was there i had passion in what i was doing and we did work very very hard you know it's one of those one of those things that you know you don't just work you know your 9 to 5 you you work pretty much round the clock every single day of the week and if you want to get on you work harder than everybody else and that's exactly what we did and we were forced to to go and find some other premises which were larger than what we had um but i have to say it was the best thing we ever did so whoever it was that complained to the council <laughs> and and made us you know gave us that hard hard time thank you because you've just made us stronger and it was well worth it that's quality that is good. do you do you think you know who it was mm, obviously well, without naming that not that whoever it is well, listening, but do you think you know who it who it could have been, the neighbour or I, the person? I, uh, there, there are a few neighbours around. Obviously, after after the first complaint that got them to us, um, we had to put in the planning for it, which we did, and that takes a process. And then, you know, in, and they have to then go to all of the neighbours, and the neighbours will all write in what they think. So, yeah, when we were when we went to the council meeting to see and that we could see some of our neighbours around. And, you know, so you know the ones that were definitely moaning about it. But I really just don't know why. We've never done anything to yeah. harm any neighbour. But like you said, it actually, the the worst thing that's ever happened to you turned, turned out, out to be the best absolutely thing. Absolutely, it did. Which is so absolutely crazy. You know, it was stressful at the time. You did lose sleep, but... It but it worked it. out in the end. Yeah. So I think that's probably a good place now to switch it up into more positive because that huge negative turned into the probably the making of Lash Base, didn't it? So Definitely. we'll talk about something, or I'll ask you now, um, about something very positive. Can you tell me what in the 10 years of Lash Base, is there anything, any one thing, at what moment do you feel was is your favorite moment of lash base what's the best thing that's happened to you okay so what is the best thing well to be fair there are loads and loads of positives and bests i've i've just i've thoroughly despite all the the downs that we've had the roller coaster we've had I can honestly say I just love this business I love the industry and I love all the people in it sounds a bit sickly we have met some amazing people we, <laughs> we have we, we have we I just all the conferences and things I now. just truly love it but obviously deep down in my heart the best possible thing that has happened for me um is this year uh, February this year, I finally got the last of my sons to come and work for us. So now, obviously, I had Jamie and Dave, his twin, came and worked, came and started working for me five, six years ago. And 
I constantly was on at my younger son because I really wanted them all to be there. For me, sharing everything that comes with this industry with my family is the best part of it. I now, I, I honestly believe I really am the luckiest person <laughs> alive because I have got an amazing family and now I see them every single day. So when children grow up, get married, move away, you know, you see them now and again. And I've managed to get my children <laughs> you get back. Us nine to five, Monday to Friday, and we're even recording this podcast at what is it now? <laughs> Quarter past six on a Saturday. <laughs> and yeah, I just am the luckiest person alive. I, I truly, it just makes my days so much better. I'm in an industry that I love. I couldn't love my work more. And as I say, so that is definitely the best thing. I have finally got the whole of my family working for me. I, I don't know how, how it's how it's happened. And I, how and how we all get on and how we all have <laughs> like different specialities, don't we? Absolutely. So, uh, so, and everybody does does their bit. And it's it's so good because I truly can't do everything. I mean yes, once upon a time I started it and I did everything myself. There is yeah, no you, way would you say I it's could a not good good thing a good bit of advice is understand that you can't do it all Most and definitely. when you yeah. finally decided to delegate luckily, yeah. luckily like what happened when um five six years ago when me and my brother first started uh was my mum said to us she said look I I really need some help and I'm struggling to like delegate and let go of some stuff because obviously it's all hers she's done it all um and she said I would rather give it away to someone I trust and love my family than someone I don't know so that was I guess your first step into <laughs> letting letting go yes. of some of it um turned out all right isn't it oh it's absolutely <laughs> amazing as as I've said several times I am definitely the luckiest person alive it is good and, and also another thing to add to how lucky you are my my mum has three boys me and my two brothers and she always, always said she wanted a girl. So what happened 10 years ago when she started Lash Base was she said to us that, look, yeah, and you're all my boys, but I did want a girl. So Lash Base is my girl. And that is the reason why the main Lash Base brand colour is the pink that it is, because that means that mum now has her boys and her girl, um, and we're all doing all right, aren't we? So that's nice. So yeah, cool. It is. And everything in the office... When I started, everything in the office, files, everything had to be pink. I had pink, <laughs> pink blinds because my whole house always was blue. blue it was yeah. always covered with blue. And so it was so nice to finally go, I can have pink. Yeah, that is and good. it was great. But equally, I do have grandchildren now. So I also, I do have a pink one. Yeah, you got, yeah. <laughs> I got my first pink one. Does that mean you're going to hurry up and retire and hand over the company soon? <laughs> no, I don't think that'll ever happen. Never. Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, you've made it all too nice for me to have you all there that I just, I I enjoy it more now than ever. Oh, and nice. I will probably work harder more than I've ever done. It feels like, it feels like we're all now working more and harder than we have ever had which I guess is but the way great. it has to go but it's good nice okay well hopefully we still got some listeners after that very soppy section in our in this episode however I've got one thing 
um, that we need to end on because we are going to call it a day there. We have got a lot to get through, but we think depending on the feedback we get. So if you have listened to this episode and you have really enjoyed it, please share it and let us know your thoughts, because if you've enjoyed it and you'd like to hear more stories of what's happened during the history of Lash Base, we will happily do another episode because there's a lot that we didn't actually get through. Um, so yeah, let us know. But I do have one more question that I do need to have answered. And that is, so you've told us about the history of Lash Base or brief, briefly a couple of the really bad things and a couple of the really good things. What is coming in the future of Lash Base? Well, there's a lot of things coming up for Lash Base in the future. Um, firstly, we've secured our warehouse um, in America Ooh, and yeah. hopefully this we we plan on starting um, launching in March next year. Uh, that's how long it takes for all stock to be done. We, we, we've we've ordered everything. Uh, as I say, we have our warehouse. Um, we're just about to go out, start interviewing for staff. Um, yeah, so that's really exciting. That's a that's a big one, isn't it? It is yeah. a big one, and and probably a little bit a little bit more about me. I've always loved America. I have. From very, very young age, I've always, always said I'm American at heart. And I don't know why, but I just always have said that. So it's always been a dream for me to be part of America. And now feeling like we're going to have a business out there. Um, it's kind of something else that is it's coming cool. true. Yeah. So I'm I'm really, really pleased with that. Um, and also, we have, uh, we're working on a lot of new products, which... I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> yeah, keep mouth shut, please. <laughs> but but there's there's some new things coming shortly. Um, so that should be exciting. Um, and I think ooh, that's that's a that's an interesting bit. Mm. With when it comes to the new products that we have got coming, they are there are some very exciting products coming. Uh, I'm sure everybody says that, but we we genuinely have got some new products coming that we are very excited about. But one of the reasons why we've continued to be uh, the forefront of the lash industry is you have to be innovative and continue to evolve with your products um, and that is what we always do so at any stage any time we are always working on on improving our products or getting new products um, that meet the needs of people in the lash industry today because what was good a year ago is often no good now so we yeah. it's something that we always work on um, getting new products out. But yeah, so we have loads of yeah. new products and in America and sorry, carry yeah. on. <laughs> um, yeah, new new premises. We are um, hopefully in the UK. early, yeah, in the UK, new, going to a new warehouse, um, larger than what we've got because again, yet again, we've run out of space. So that will be very exciting when we do that. And equally, very, very baby stage at the moment, but we're working on a new business. So mm. we've got a new business that is um, hopefully going to be up and coming at some time soon. Which is also a secret. A so. secret, yes. That but you'll, you'll be um, the first people to know uh, when we post about it on social media and stuff like that. So, yeah, there's a lot to come for the future <laughs> of Lash Base. Yeah, loads. Going to have to get lots more, lots more staff and... <laughs> Yeah, okay, so I think we're probably going to call that uh, a day there. Uh, let, please let us know what you think, either in the Team Lash Base Facebook group or on Instagram. Sh please share this podcast around. We've now managed to get it onto Apple Podcasts as well as on Spotify. Uh, so please 
share it and let us know what you think because we have a lot more uh, stories for the history of Lash Base, but we didn't want this podcast to overrun. Um, and the reason for this podcast is because we are celebrating 10 years this year um, and we have our very, very important and our first ever LBX party coming up this weekend, which I'm sure you'll see all over Instagram um, the coming weekend. And if you're going, we are yeah, very excited. Can't wait to meet you all. Yeah, and we've got some good things planned. Um, so I think we're going to call it a day there. That is, if you want to find me on Instagram, it's at lashbase underscore Jamie. And if, honestly, go and follow my mum. She doesn't post anything. She just uses it to like and comment on other people's don't you so i think you've managed to build uh, about 500 followers no i think i'm nearly 700 700 now oh god so if you want some instagram advice go follow my mum which is at, at lashbase underscore julie um and i think that is it so thank you very much for listening and we'll see you. you yeah thank you and we'll see you in a week